listening to the food talk show Hi there, my name is AJ Sharp and I am your host for the next 30 minutes. We're going to be talking all things food and drink and this week I am joined again by our lovely guest presenter called Claire Pope. As you know, Claire is the editor of Taste Kent magazine, a member of the Guild of Beer Writers. She's been a food judge for lots of different awards and works for Sharp Relations as head of clients and content. Hello Claire, thank you for joining us. Hey AJ, great to be back. Yeah, well, this show is about snacking, which I find very interesting because I think this is a real pitfall for me. I mean, my worst time for snacking is late into the evening when I should probably just go to bed and instead I'm sitting there you know snacking away do you find yourself snacking Claire I'm a massive snacker I have to say anytime after about four o'clock and I'm there where's the chocolate so I'm always trying to have healthy snacks but they've got to taste good right Mm -hmm. that's the reason you have a snack it's a treat and it's that kind of moorishness and it has to be chocolate or it has to have that richness doesn't it otherwise it just doesn't feel like it's hit the spot so we've got some perfect experts for this in the studio today Catherine Bricken from Doelicious. Welcome, Catherine. Thank you. So happy to be here. So good to have you here. And Erin Moroni from Nibble Simply. Hello, lovely to be here. Hi, thank you for coming in. So as one of the uh, products on the table here looks like it may melt soon, we're going to start. Can you tell me about Doelicious, please? So Doelicious is everything about the dough. Um, This is it. We started with our cookie dough, which was ready to bake and um, decided to do innovative flavors and not only make a cookie dough, but make it better for you. So we started using oat flours, coconut sugars, um, and then it all of a sudden it happened to become gluten-free. And that was just with the ingredients. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I love gluten-free. I never thought I'd like anything gluten-free, but I loved our cookies. So we decided to make the whole factory gluten-free. Wow! And then we just loved dough so much. We decided to take it and become innovative and morph it into other products. So we did some snackables, which are little healthy snackable bites. And then we, it took us two years over COVID to create the dochi, which is cookie dough with ice cream in the middle. So we worked and and tried recipe after recipe, literally just like make it, try it, throw it away, make it, try it, throw it away. Um, I probably went through... 30 kilos of dough and and 30 liters of ice cream and just, you know, waste, 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 which was so sad. But just to get it right, finally, we got it right. And we created this amazing product that we love. And um, but just having the dough and the ice cream wasn't enough. So then we decided to roll it in a crumb just to give it that added flavor. But yes, Amazing. it is melting here, sadly. <laughs> uh, well, I love it. Should we just dive in then and taste it before Definitely. it runs away yeah. out of the yeah. studio? Wh- which one should we start with? So we, we have vegan ones, which are probably one of our most popular ones that's in a lot of shops is the chocolate truffle. Oh, okay. And, um, that's almost like, that's nice when it melts too, because it get, becomes like a mousse. So it's very, um, very Moorish. 
And then the other one that's really lovely, which is also vegan, is the chocolate chip. It's so rich, this chocolate one. You would not think this was a vegan product. It's rich and, and gluten creamy free. and gluten-free. Uh-huh. And there's a sort of crunch on the outside edge, isn't there? It's the cookie crumb. So is it? that's rolled in a chocolate chip cookie crumb. Mm, I love it. Wow, so chocolatey. So yummy. Velvety, sort of dark chocolate mm-hmm. here. Isn't it? So when it's it. really frozen, it's... Um, it has a totally different taste than when it's slightly melted like this. Mm. Some people prefer it this way. Um, I sometimes like it really frozen and hard, but... Um, but this one's just come on a train with you in a yeah. special <laughs> box and, you know, been out of the freezer for a little while. Um, the Strawberry Eaton Mass is also one of my favourites. Mm. And that one, 50% of all net profits go to breast cancer awareness. Oh, fab. And these are beautiful and pink. Mm-hmm. So all and on they, brand. They have a little bit of meringue. Um, in the cookie crumb with the freeze-dried strawberries. So it's very fresh, aromatic, all natural. We don't use any additives or preservatives. And, or, and I mean, I know some people say some E-numbers aren't, ba- aren't bad for you, the preserves, but we don't use any E-numbers either. So very particular. So it's um, real strawberries. That you real strawberries. We don't use any palm oils. So we stick butter or if we have a vegan, a, a coconut oil for some of our vegan cookie dough. Wowee. Cinnamon churro, okay. Uh, which is really melting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's hard having a frozen product. Was it always frozen? Did you always have ice cream in the range? No, no. We just we were basically, we just started with our cookie dough, which I did not know that you guys had ovens or else I probably would have... It, brought tons of just dough for you to bake too which will be coming <laughs> thank you this is amazing it, it's i mean so you said you innovated this during lockdown which of course during lockdown I, i'm gonna say it because it probably feels like the big competitor because that was when the little moon's revolution kind of hit tiktok wasn't yes, it with this yeah. sort of similar looking but not mm-hmm. similar tasting the balls, isn't it? Of right. Kind of- and it's so interesting because a lot of people have that phrase. They'll be like, uh, dochi, mochi. The thing is, like, we actually launched this into Sweden in 2019 before COVID, but it was completely different. The dough um, was bakeable. It was all vegan. And then the ice cream we used was a company, I don't even know if, I, I, if they're still in, in a production, um, called Frill. And they had a partner in Sweden that made this, uh, an ice cream that was all fibrous. Uh, it wasn't really ice cream, I should say. It was a high protein called Ad. They wanted to do this project with us. They knew we had the capabilities. So we did it in 2019 with them and came up with the name Dochi. So way before and Oh, no way. Fat. And um, in the packaging... Like you could look it up, Dochi Sweden, and you'll see the packaging. And but I didn't love it. I thought, you know, it confuses the customer. You either bake it or you eat it raw, not uh, both. So I didn't want to launch it in the UK. I just said, you know what, I'm going to make this better. You go ahead. We launched, we sent about six pallets to Sweden for Christmas. And they were flavors like peanut butter and jelly, which was a, a raspberry sorbet in the middle, a gingerbread and a chocolate chip. And um, so we worked on it tirelessly to make it better. And during that time, yes, mochi took off. Mochi became popular. We had already had the name Dochi. So all of a sudden there's this, you know, connection. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is we are, this is a crazy year for us. And we're launching in Australia in the U.S. And we are not calling it Dochi because we don't want that connection. Like sure. we want to be different. We are cookie dough with an ice cream sole. We're rolled in a cookie crumb. So 
we've decided to just take away doshi. We'll continue it in the UK and in Europe for a little while, but then slowly take it away. So has this doshi product or whatever new name you're going to give it, has that sort of overtaken the original cookie dough, um, bakeable cookie no. dough. And surprisingly, no, there's a lot of cookie monsters out there. I've got my mouth full because yeah. I'm just yeah. quietly stuffing no, my I'm face so with all of the range. Because <laughs> I'm looking at them as they're melting. But do you have a favorite? Uh, yeah, that's what I was just going to ask. I've, what was this one that I've just tasted here? Uh, chocolate chip. So is that the original kind of cookie dough? I really like that because it does what it says on the tin. And yeah. it's, I mean, it's, it's very it's sweet as well. I have a sweet tooth. But it's very, I think it's very easy to eat. I, I don't find, I think the inside is not overly sweet. No. But very just soothing. Mm. I mean, the most grown up one has to be the matcha, doesn't it? Because it's got that really tea, tannic, slightly more. So it's grown up, isn't it? It's quite, yeah. it's actually quite challenging for me because I'm a real sweet tooth. So I really love the strawberry and the chocolate. Yeah. yeah. You have to want that earthy after finish and it's not everybody's cup mm-hmm. of tea by, by any means. But it's the kind of person, isn't it, who would go for cheese board instead of a pudding at the end of a meal. They would probably love the matcha. Right. Dochi kind yeah. of that. Because just because it's drier or it's... What do, what do you think of cinnamon? For me, cinnamon, I find quite a challenging mm. flavour. Yeah. Which, you know, being British, <laughs> you guys being American, I mean, it's a real American trend, isn't right. it? Right. Yeah. Well, the churro, With a lot of cinnamon churro. Yeah. A lot of cinnamon in, mm. in your baking and things. Right. Yeah. We're launching in the US the end of this year. Are you? It's really exciting. And they're, they've chosen five flavors and one of them is cinnamon. I'm not surprised at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like it. It's just it, in high quantities, I find it really overpowering. Right. A, yeah. But that one, I, I think it's, it's really well judged. I think it's a really lovely flavor. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. We also try to like take flavors. Like we're so, we, we don't make our own ice cream. So we, the ice cream resource, we're very particular about it. Mm-hmm. So when you're um, asking Erin what shape for, for breakfast, if you ask me, I would have had to say ice cream. I really, we yeah, were doing a I tasting had, this I morning. Three cinnamon flavor ice creams. Uh, it's not a bad life, is it? No. This foodie world. That's all I've eaten though too, is ice cream. And some days like that, people are like, oh my gosh, you know, how do you, how do you not just continue to eat cookies and everything? And I'm like, just because I'm busy, but sometimes that's all I do eat. Yeah. I'll have a day and it's just cookies and ice cream. I find that when I'm days where I'm great taste judging and you know, the table looks like this when you sit down and you get up at four o'clock and you've sat down at 10 o'clock and it's, it's absolutely nuts. Erin. Hi. Tell me a little bit about Simply Nibbles. So um, Nibble is, um, we make bite-sized award-winning lower sugar snacks. Um, and we started out with a protein range, um, which um, I was marathon training. Oh, this is probably about four or five years ago. Um, and I have, um, I'm hypoglycemic, so I have really low blood sugar. So most people think that means I have to have lots of sugar, but it's actually, I need really low glycemic um, food, which keeps my blood sugar really stable. Which means slow release. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so in the run up to marathon training, I was like, I really need to sort out my, uh, my diet really properly. Um, otherwise I'm going to die. So I started looking around for protein snacks and I wanted something bite-sized because at the time I was working in a really busy creative agency and I had no time to eat. So I was kind of like cutting up protein bars and I really wanted something that was plant-based. Um, and I wanted something without any junk and I wanted something that tasted good and I just couldn't find anything. I mean, I would go to America where I'm from and it was the same thing there. There was just things either, um, just had a lot of junk in it or just 
full of sugar, you know, because most most snack bars particularly are date based. And everyone thinks because date, you know, dates are all natural that they um, are really healthy, but they're, you know, they're really high in sugar. Um, so I was looking for an alternative without dates. So I started coming up um, with nibble. So the first range we had was a, a dry plum based range. And that um, slowly morphed uh, during lockdown um, in terms of my you know, like most founders, um, nibble came out of what I needed. Um, yeah. So when my diet changed to more low carb and kind of keto friendly, I therefore then needed something that was low carb and keto friendly. But you miss chocolate, right? I've, I mean, oh, yeah. I've done the low carb and the keto diet and I'm fine for about three or four days. And then suddenly the craving for chocolate and sweet things is really overpowering. Absolutely. Isn't it? And, and within this space in particular, most of the snack products are really high in sugar alcohol. Mm. So, you know, sugar alcohols now, um, you know, there are lots of things coming out in the press about erythritol in particular, which um, has been found to promote blood clots, which can increase um, your chances of potentially um, of strokes and heart attacks. Um, but for me, um, I just can't tolerate um, sugar alcohols. So they really upset my stomach. Mm. And uh, so I really needed something without sugar alcohols. And within this space, there's almost nothing without sugar alcohols that's in the kind of sweet section. Yeah. So um, so one of the really big challenges was actually finding uh, chocolate, which, you know, because all of our products are really kind of centered around kind of chocolate chips. So during lockdown, um, I started just playing around and trying to find, first of all, chocolate, which was sweetened with coconut sugar. Because coconut sugar is a really low glycemic index sugar, and if you speak to most nutritionists, it's the it's the you know that and maple syrup are the kind of preferred. The go-to. Yeah, absolutely. And um, lovely. Can and, we try some of yeah, these? Yeah, absolutely. Do what have you brought in? Chocolate chips. Are probably chocolate the, chips. Oh, so these are very low in sugar. So if you have a sweet tooth, um, they might not be your. Um, I mean, the chocolate chips are really um, have been super popular. They're 81% um, cocoa. So they're, they're made with Madagascan cocoa. So Madagascan cocoa is a lot less bitter than other cocoa masses. Mm-hmm. So it means we have 64% less sugar than most other chocolate. Um, but it doesn't, it, you know, you don't get that, that bitterness that you would get with a lot of 80% chocolate mm. it's not mm. overly bitter is it no. I mean I'm looking for that long sort of bitter finish and it's not there yeah so that's good so but there is a lovely long chocolatey finish isn't there mm. even after eating something slightly more sweet yeah it still really stands up doesn't it it's, it's still got that body. really really chocolatey I mean I think I was the, the absolute nightmare for um so these are manufactured in Belgium so it's our recipe um I went through every cocoa mass that the um that the that the manufacturer used I didn't like any of them <laughs> um of course um it was and then so they started getting in cocoa masses which they don't use for other products and it was really until I found this one that um that I found because with this it's so chocolatey it doesn't taste other, you know, because the, the thing I really wanted to avoid was a kind of healthy chocolate that didn't taste. I just wanted it to taste like chocolate. And sure. And I think it does, you know, and it's um, it's one of the best sellers on, on Amazon and, and the chocolate chip category. And that's across milk chocolate, white chocolate, dark chocolate. And I mean, 
you sort of look at those and think that it's probably bought for baking and yep. things like that and cooking. But actually, you could just sit with a little ramekin. Absolutely. And I do it all them. the time. Do you? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's that thing where after you have a meal, you just need that little bit of chocolate or, you know, I definitely do. So I just have little balls around my house everywhere, you know. I'm just. Mm. I mean, I saw on the back of the packet that it said 17 grams for every 100 grams. So that's yeah. what, 17% exactly. sugar. Exactly, yeah. What would a normal kind of, you know, equivalent? Um, usually around the 45% category. So it's Right, okay. So it really is less than half yeah. the usual sugar content that's Absolutely. extraordinary can we try the um yeah so um, which ones do you want us to start oops, with slightly melting in so this is a um a lemon shortbread and again these are really um unlike most uh kind of keto friendly um products they aren't sweet so these are about 60 plus percent cashews mm. um so they're really um they're really creamy they're all vegan and it's just made with a handful of ingredients so and there's a um the, it, it's a lemony shortbread so it has a sort of lemon um a sicilian lemon flavor to it well it tastes it tastes very like lemon shortbread and the lemon flavor is lovely it delivers really i mean it's still going yeah yeah it's it, it sort of grows as you um as you eat it but but again it's just a handful of ingredients which i think is um yeah which is great because in this particularly in the low carb category it just um tends to be full with lots of others i think it's fascinating for me because cookie dough is something that uh, you know we were introduced to it through ben and jerry's probably cookie dough ice cream but i think of cookie dough as the thing that you have before you've baked the cookie (laughs) Mm -hmm. but these are cookie dough that you're eating as if it's a raw ingredient but presumably it doesn't have the raw egg and the raw no so these are all um these are all vegan um and it's just a handful of ingredients so um you know almost three quarters cashews and there's a little bit of um coconut flour and a bit of coconut sugar um it's really how do you bind it together then is it Um, coconut oil um we actually create flour from the from the cashews um and then it's kind of blended together and um there's also some melted cocoa butter so it basically creates and it just looks just like you know and tastes like a cookie dough but it's you know totally raw and and it's very low in sugar so if you're used to things that are really sugary um but they're um they're incredibly satiating so um because because you've got the protein um and they're you also have a lot of fiber in them so um yeah they're they're really satiating and they're they're a favorite with nutritionists that we work with you know literally hundreds of nutritionists um uh, and it's nice that, that, you know, we're the snack of choice and they're going on holiday mm. and running around. And they do taste really sweet and they do taste like you've had a little naughty something, you know, to eat. Yeah. And, and, and I think the you know, part of the reason why the chocolate was so important was because, you know, it, it is kind of the main event. Um, and you really want that, you know, when you get that sort of hit of chocolate, then you kind of don't miss the sugar as much. Yeah. And for us, um, you know, one thing that um, because we aren't using sugar alcohols or stevia, which would give things a really sweet taste, even though they don't have the sugar grams. Um, but actually by having things that don't taste really sweet, it means it retrains your palate and then you no longer have the, the super sweet craving that sugar high yeah that's what i need to do i think yeah you, yeah 
Very good. And where can people buy those? Uh, so we're in places like Ocado and Whole Foods. Uh, we're on Amazon, um, lots of independents. Fab. And how about yours? Where, Catherine, where, where, whereabouts can we buy yours? Uh, Tesco, Ocado, Waitrose. Uh, Everywhere. Foods. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, we're, we're, we're having a, a fun time with our with all our dough products um, this year. We yeah, loads it, of MPD. Dom- domination. <laughs> <laughs> Taking dough to the next level. We In our office, we're always making all these dough puns. So that's the that's the future for you guys is is to take the dochi and go global. Yes, do, uh, dochi, which cookie dough with an ice cream sole. Yeah, um, <laughs> and um, and the cookie dough, the cookie dough, and we also do a savory, which is um, we have a jalapeno biscuit dough, uh, sun dried tomato that's on avocado, and it's it's so new that it we haven't um, we just launched that recently, and it's it's really fun. Oh wow. You can mm. roll it out. So it's not only sweet dough, it's savory dough too. So it's sort of like a cheese biscuit or a, yeah, yeah. a canapé. It's kind of a mixture between an American uh, biscuit and a British scone, I would say, okay. the texture. Um, but you can roll it out, use it as the crust for a flatbread, a tart. So again, like we like to always say, like, dough as you please. Take our dough, enjoy it as is, or use it in recipes. And who, who are your kind of typical customers i mean who's buying this i mean i can yeah. see how i would because i eat all the wrong things especially into but the it's evening not, but it's not that bad i mean the 100 calories per ball give or take some of them are less um and again like i think my ethos and why i started delicious which which is why everything is pre-portioned is moderation yeah i i wake up in the morning and i literally like just love to think about food and what I'm going to eat throughout the day. Like, I'm like, okay, if I eat this and this and this, and, you know, sadly today was one of my days I didn't have time to eat. But um, so I just always think like, how can I eat everything I want to eat, but better for me and, you know, in certain compartments and portions well that's the that's the beauty of these if they're just 100 calories and actually they're quite substantial aren't they in their own right yeah so i could imagine how just one or two maybe even three it's not a crazy amount but actually would feel really satisfying and it would stop you wouldn't it or just one like you say just one. I, I spend my life eating the children's, you know, sort of Freddos and things like that because mm-hmm. it's chocolate and it's under 100 calories. And I buy all these little things to go in their tuck boxes and then end up eating them myself. <laughs> <laughs> because it's just I need something in the evenings after a meal, just something to kind of round off. Yes, me too. Kind of sweet four, finish. Four o'clock time, like you were saying. Mm. That's when I go for like, OK, what, you know, what can I eat that's a snack that... And I like I like sweet. I like savory too. I like it all, but mm. I definitely you just want that kind of sweet hit, don't you? Mm-hmm. Just that something. And you, I like what you're saying. It's a, I think you know most consumers these days are looking for that control that moderation so that's quite a nice Mm. portion the reason why most people get hungry at four is that at one time a nutritionist said to me if you're in an office look around and the time that people go to have tea and go to have biscuits is at 11 and four and that's naturally when your blood sugar dips after you've had breakfast and lunch and it's like clockwork when you're in an office it's like everyone just like jumps on the tea cart and in the biscuits you have a little flat period don't you where you suddenly think so what we should be eating is something like high protein or 
instead of low glycemic, I, I mean, you use coconut sugar, don't you, in your um, in your cookie dough as well, and it's something which yes. is just really important because it does um, it does really help keep your blood sugar stable, which means you'll be fuller for longer and you're less likely to kind of have that never ending eating. Um, yeah. So with these, you know, you have a few; they're quite filling, and it kind of puts like a full stop on your snacking. I think. Yeah, we're yeah. not all coconut sugar, but we are all raw cane. We don't have any white sugar or white flour in our factory. So it's all um, an oat flour base, which we have milled. And um, and it makes me feel like anything with oats makes me feel like I'm eating healthier or better. Um, and there's a lot of like, there's oat, uh, oat metabolizing diets and um, a lot of articles on oats and eating oats reduces your cholesterol levels. So maybe it's all like in my mind, but I'm always like, oh, this is better for me. Hmm. Um, and not having the white sugars. But there are still sugars. So, Erin, what's next for for Nibble? So we are um, we're also going to be launching in the states uh, quite soon, um, and and we're actually working on um, a sort of milk chocolate, um, which we're really excited about, um, and. Yeah, so that's um, keeping us quite busy, but really we've just been really expanding into a lot more countries. Um, and for us, because because we are so different than most other products, we, we're quite lucky that we have a lot of people coming to us asking us to uh, import, which is nice. Yeah, fantastic. Because you guys had met, hadn't you, beforehand? Is it all right to ask yep. about that? Because yeah. you guys had actually, you're part of a, a, is it a women's kind of um, business support group? It's called By Women Built. And it was started by um, a woman named Sahar. And she was the founder of Coffee Republic. And she's just fantastic. So she had, she and this, uh, maybe, do you know Barney's background? I think he is a creative. So I think so, he had a design agency. And so he's the only male in this group. Oh, I love it. God, there must be now close to like 150, 300 women. I I think we were one of the first 30 um, in this group. But it's just, it's so helpful, so fantastic to have been invited. You have to be invited. And... um, and it's uh, we're on a WhatsApp chat, so there's everything from like you know, oh my gosh, I need a a graphic designer. Did anybody have trouble with payment from this company? Does anybody know how to get products from here to there? So it's it's just a great resource to have. Yeah, fantastic, it's really brilliant, and and everyone is so helpful. I mean, on Friday, um, I had a um, a chat with Jem from Full Green because I was. Um, looking for some advice in terms of tackling the US and lots of kind of quite boring uh, legal bits. And she was so helpful. And it's something which which I kind of feel like um, in the other groups, you know, kind of food groups, you don't have that sort of extra level of, you know, everyone's just so cooperative and so helpful. And it's really, um, really great. But it's not just food. There are, you know, There's food, you know, um, fashion, makeup, you know, beauty, the whole, the whole show. It's wonderful. I do think the food industry is really very special for the way that it's very collaborative, it's very supportive. It's like there is enough work and business and stock is for everybody and it's Mm -hmm. you know I really noticed even when you put two brands together that might be in a similar space that they don't actually see each other as competitors at all because they've both got their own story they've both got their own kind of journey that they're on yeah we launched at the same time into Tesco as um, the English Cheesecake Company and Nick we've always been friends and chatted and um, so um, 
when we launched, he was like, okay, what's going on with this? How are your shipments going? And we would talk literally every week just to share information. And then where my factory is, I'm also close to La Tua Pasta. And he's become a really good friend of mine. So the other day I had to, I, oh, we didn't have a truck. And I called him up. I'm like, can I borrow a truck? <laughs> so I literally ran over there myself, borrowed this truck to get stuff to Whole Foods um, because it, we just needed help. But everybody's willing to help. I think every foodie business is, they're, they're all just helpful and kind. And mm. yeah, it's it's. I think that's the best part about that. Yeah, I think it's really been our experience, hasn't it? Mm. Yeah, we work with some fantastic businesses in the food and drink environment. And everybody is literally handing out advice and sharing what's gone wrong for them and how they put it right. And yeah, it's fantastic. Incredibly generous. Mm. Unbelievably, we are out of time. But um, thank you so much for coming in today. It's been absolutely brilliant. You've been listening to The Food Talk Show, which is syndicated to radio stations across the UK and further afield. In fact, 30% of our listenership is based in the States, would you believe? Whoop, whoop. Um, as well as being available on Audible, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes and the podcast app on your phone. Don't forget we're on podcast radio. Thank you very much to my fellow presenter, Claire. And thank you to our guests, Catherine and Erin. We'll make sure we upload lots of links on our website. You guys will be featured as food heroes, so everyone can look out for that um, and find out more about these lovely companies. And if you want to syndicate our lovely programme for free on your radio station, just get in touch with us via the website, um, where you will find hundreds of past episodes from snail farming to beekeeping, anything food and drink you can imagine. And that's foodtalk.co.uk. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.